Hey, Combo Nation, we are back. But did we ever really leave? I don't really think so, man. Combo Nation! <laughs> what up? What up? What up, everyone? Welcome to episode 324 of Combo's Court. And I am Combo. Don't forget to rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button wherever you tune in to Combo's Court. If you're listening on the Apple Podcast app, leave a five-star rating, a friendly comment, and punch down on the follow button. Today's show, Mr. Fomer Simpson returns to Combo's Court to talk technology, Knicks basketball, the uncivilized brand, sneakers, and more always Great having Foamy on the show. You can find Foamy on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Fomer Simpson. And don't forget to subscribe to the Mr. Fomer Simpson YouTube channel. You know you can find me on Instagram at 1-2-Combo. You can catch me on Twitter at Combo's Court. Same name as the podcast. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it. Homer Simpson, we're back in the building virtually like you never left. What is the vibes, my G? Man, feeling good. Happy to be here. Uh, yeah, man. Um, it's been a long day, but, uh, you know, this is a good way to cap it off. I usually say, welcome to Combo's Court. How are you feeling today? I guess I changed it up a little bit. On <laughs> but, um, hey, so did I see this right? Are you going through, did you go through a digital detox? Oh, oh wow, wow, wow. <laughs> that, like, stuff like that really interests me, though. Like, Screen time is something I really think about every single day, like every single day. Like, I'm just happy to see people having a conversation with no phones out. Like, it gets me hyped. Nah, facts. I mean, honestly, in 2021, almost 22, it's not something you see a lot. Yeah, so um, Bucket's my brother. He got married. Shouts to him. Shouts to him. Congrats. Yeah, yeah, word. And so they kind of low-key did it like um, off the grid a little bit. And I said, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to be working for the, I think it was like 10 days. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be working. Uh, let me just, you know, let me put the phone down and kind of unplug a little bit because man, I mean, you know me, I've been doing this for, for a while now, every, and, and you can relate cause you work in social media and Twitter and Instagram and podcasts and videos and content, content, content. Yeah. And man, it felt crazy to, to unplug. And it was like, I almost went through like, it was different stages. I almost went through like a little withdrawal at first where it was like, you're like reaching for your phone, phone, phone. But actually where I was at, there wasn't even much service. So it wasn't like, you know, I could renege on it and be like, Oh, okay, well, you know, let me just do a little bit. So, um, man, by day three, day four, I didn't even, I didn't even care, man. It, it, It felt great. Um, by day five, day six, I saw how it affected my mental and my spiritual um, and not to get like overly uh, corny with it, but I felt like super rejuvenated. I just felt a lot more like myself. It wasn't, bro, you know what it is, man. When we turn on, you know, when we, you know, open the Twitter app, I mean, I love Twitter, don't get me wrong, but 
it, it's, it's so much negativity, man. It's, it's, you know, it's politics and death and disease. And, and it's just, it's a lot of negativity, bro. That shit weighs on you, man. You know, it's like, I mean, basketball takes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is a fact. So, hey, you know what? I mean, I don't even know if our brains were meant to process this much information at one time, either positive or negative. Like you're just getting so much stuff coming at you in such yeah. a short amount of time. That's why like, I love to read and that, that sounds corny, but whatever. Like, cause I'm just focused on one thing and I can right. just read it and you, it gives you some time away from the phone. But I, yeah, I just don't know if our minds are meant to process that much information. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, you know, you think back a little bit not to get on in, in my old head back here, but like you think back to just like, 15 years ago you're grateful for that time right oh man it feels like it feels like a, a whole nother lifetime bro it feels like you know i'm just like man like when we were in school together yeah bro we i mean we, when we had to put the next tell out the window to get service <laughs> you know what i'm saying like bro you know i mean maybe once a week you were trying to call your shorty back home and, and <laughs> you know you know to whisper a couple sweet nothings but other than that man it was just like I feel like we were more in the moment, you know, and it was yeah. like, you know, you could talk to your homies and, and exchange stories and, and all of that stuff. And you could just experience things in a different way. And now we don't get that. Now it's to the point, yo, so it's, I don't know, man, maybe like a couple months ago, I realized bro, I can't even watch a TV show without also being on Instagram, also being on Twitter. You know, it's like, this ever revolving door all day of, okay, Twitter, okay, close out, Instagram, close out, okay, this, close like out. Like second that. nature, right? It's, it, it's crazy to the point where it's become so habitual and we are, man, it's like overstimulating, it's overwhelming. There's so much information, good, bad, everything in between. And it's just, man, you get lost in the sauce a little bit. So I highly, highly, it's, it's easier said than done, but I think for anyone who does it, especially if you work in social media and you're on social media for hours a day, man, you unplug a little bit, just, just relax, unplug. And you'll, you'll notice in a week or so, man, even a few days, you're going to be feeling, you know, like a whole new person. So now nah, it was, it was a dope experience. Do you do anything? Are you going to go do anything on the day to day to like limit screen time and things like that? Because I mean, if you do it for 10 days, you take a digital detox, but then you're just back to old habits for right. the next 10 years. I mean, right. like I try not to use social or even my phone for like the first hour and last hour of the day. Right. Like that's big for me. But is there anything that you learned from this that you're going to take going forward? I think I'm taking like a day a, a week where I'm just going to like unplug weekly. Sense. And I think I'm gonna make it Sunday. You know, it's like, it's an easy day to do it. Um, yeah. You know, we've been working seven days a week for years now, you know? And so uh, my brother and I spoke about it and, and you know, Sundays, you know, so, so far so good. Sundays were just relaxing, we're chilling, we're watching football, That's you dope. know? Yeah, you know, uh, him and I do it together. So it's kind of like a brotherly thing. And, uh, you know, not all on social, not on phones. And um, so it's been good. But I bet you, I bet you I'll make it like a yearly thing where I take a week or two and I'm just, man, I'm just, I'm just off the phone because it's, uh, it is, it's a lot. It wears you down. You know, if, if I didn't work in social media, 
man, I, I would seriously think about even deleting, uh, you know, a lot of apps, maybe picking one app and deleting the rest. But obviously with, with us doing what we do, we really can't do that. That's not feasible. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll take it as it comes, but yeah, man, it was pretty eye opening. So Facebook changed their name to metaverse and oh, wow. I, I, I have no idea what that means for me, to be honest. What's going on? Do you know? <laughs> nah, I mean, you know, Zuck's not the homie like that. So uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not sure. I, I don't know what he's got going on, bro. But, you know, honestly, like this, man, it scares me a little bit because, you know, we've been, you know, man, we've been watching movies, man, I, you know, for a long time now, you know, whether it be, uh, the Matrix or iRobot or whatever it is, you know, Metaverse creeps me out a little bit, man. Like, it, it, it's just, it's weird. And maybe it's like above my pay grade or over my mental, but it's just, it's a little too much for me, man. He, you know, Zuckerberg's doing the video. He's got barbecue sauce on the shelf. I'm not sure what that's about. Um, you know, I don't know if he's getting the bag from Sweet Baby Ray's or, and it's just a plug. Or if it's yeah, some you think, sort of, I, you think Zuck would take like a a, a bag like from a random? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm saying. Zuck, Zuck, mean... Zuck is an influencer now. <laughs> oh, 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 Zuck is definitely influencer, man. He is, bro. <laughs> no, that's know? a fact. He's Botoxing it up, and and he's sweet baby Ray in it. I don't know, man. It's uh, but yeah, your guess is as good as mine on the metaverse. So I you mean, know? I think what's going to happen is that people are going to be able to create themselves literally online and have like, I don't know if it's going to be like a cartoon reality or a cartoon character or some, it's going to be some type of augmented reality. Like guys like me and you, we just like being ourselves, but I think everybody's not like that. So on in the metaverse, you could just be whoever you want to be. Doesn't that, that doesn't creep you out a little bit. Big time. I don't know where this is all going, man. It feels like a black mirror, uh, episode i don't know if you've ever seen that show i don't know i have i honestly i don't watch too much tv shows yeah shouts to you i honestly don't watch it um but it, it was an episode that was it was essentially like everything we have going on with social media but they exaggerated it to kind of prove a point and it was bugged out man and it kind of does feel if you just you know kind of tying it back into what we were talking about with the detox if we rewind 15, 20 years and, and we see how much things have changed, bro, where are we going to be in 20 more years, 30, 40, 50? Yeah, like, bro. It is. I mean, it's going to be Neo from the matrix, man. So um, it, it's going to be a weird deal. So uh, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. It's crazy. Like if we keep just giving up a little bit more of our non-technology life, it could just lead to something bananas you know because it's like little by little like we have these airpods now and then who knows maybe we won't even need to hold the phone eventually and then we'll oh, just yeah. be like we'll just be like seeing an augmented reality all the time like what's going uh, who knows what's gonna that, happen that, that, I, mean, I mean that is what's happening bro it's gonna be matrix it, it it's gonna be you know you're gonna be able to you know you don't have to swipe now you can just like look to the left look to the right i mean it's it's um yeah, it's, it's some wild times coming, bro. It is. Uh, I, I want to go back to the old days, man. Most definitely. Yeah. Hey, I was listening to this uh, podcast with KG, a uh, million dollars worth of games. Shouts to them. They have a great podcast. But okay. KG was talking about, like, how he used to talk to people, uh-huh. and that would get them out their game. But I was always the type of person, like, I would like when people talk to me. Yeah, like, but I mean, in, we're from New York City, man. 
Like, can, can somebody who's been playing basketball their whole life really be intimidated by words at the NBA level? I think it, you know, I think it depends where, where you're from and, and how, how you grow up and what environment, like, you know, you're never afraid of an environment that you're used to, you know, it's like, but, you know, you could take, you know, for example, you could take, um, I don't, you could take some suburb kid and, and, you know, throw him in the middle of Dykeman and, and, you know, he might be a little out of his element, you know, it's just, yeah, it's, you know, I, I remember when, um, you know, going back to prep school, uh, we were up at, uh, we were playing against Bridgeton and man, it, it was, they only had like four rows of bleachers, but they were, that was a different kind of shit talking up there. Like they were, they were on some wild shit. And I think it's just what you get used to. Like if you're never in different types of environments and, and, and you never really have to deal with that, then, and also I think it's, it's just kind of an innate personality thing with different players. Like some dudes are more aggressive. Some dudes are more laid back. Some people thrive on that type and some people kind of, you know, get a little timid uh, in the face of that. But yeah, I've never been, I play better if people talk. So like, that's, that's my type of. You weren't, you weren't a big talker though, right? I wasn't a big talker. Um, but I was, you know, I mean, I, I definitely, I mean, you know me, I, I definitely wanted, wanted smoke. Like, <laughs> you know, that, that, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, we won't get I into was, all of that, but that's for sure. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, well, we won't dive into the details, but um, nah, for sure. It was, um, yeah, I, I was, I was a man, a few words on a court, but I definitely like that. De I was never the person to start talking. I'll put it like that. But you know, if that's what type of party it was and that's what type of time they were on, then, then, you know, it, to me, it just made everything like more intense, more competitive. And, and honestly, it, a lot of times made it more fun. So yeah, definitely I like that type of stuff. Like I remember I was playing at Rucker park and they posted me up consecutively over and over and over again. And dude was scoring. That's the funny yeah. thing. But I was just, <laughs> I was just so mad that they felt like they could do that to me that I just talked the whole game to their coach, the whole game. And we were losing. And I, I was playing well, <laughs> like, like <laughs> I was scoring. I, I probably had a good 20, but I was talking like crazy. We were losing and he was scoring on me in the post up. But hey, I just man. wanted to talk crazy just because like, why, why? Like, what's the point? <laughs> Yo, so, I mean, sometimes you have to, man. You, you have to let them know where you stand, bro. Yeah. Um, nah, it's, uh, and, and I, I do think it's definitely like, you can tell like people, like, like I, maybe it's a little less so now because everything has kind of melded together, but definitely like when we were coming up, you could tell a lot of times where somebody was from just by how they played and just kind of by how they moved and like kind of their, their personality a little bit on the court. And, and I do think that, you know, players coming out of New York city and Chicago and LA and the bigger cities, it, it, it's, it's definitely a little bit more a part of the game, I guess you could say. Yeah. It's mentioned that it's funny that you mentioned that it's not so much like that anymore because the world's so small because of social and you used to see like more interesting players. Like everybody plays alike now. Like you used to be yeah. like weird jump shots and all different all kinds of stuff. And now it's just like, everybody plays the same. It was interesting back then, you know? It, it, it really was, there was more individuality. And, and now it's like, 
everyone's got, you know, like the, the, the goofy skills trainers and, and <laughs> all that type of stuff. You know, and, and also let, let me just say, like, I know there are good trainers out there. So if you're a good trainer, I'm not talking to you, but if you're doing all the weird shit, like <laughs> that's not making guys better at basketball, like then I am talking. You used to, you used to love my trainers be like videos. The, bat, the uh, Some of the best content on Instagram for me, <laughs> like that's because it, it showed how goofy it was, but it's also really accurate. You know, it's like, and I, I think a mixture of, social media and that and and maybe aau and again like it's not like i'm opposed to aau i played aau you know but it's all of that has made for and, and let's be honest man players are getting better and better like bigger stronger faster more athletic yeah. like these dudes are freaks absolute freaks but it's the there are aspects of the game that have kind of maybe regressed a little bit because of the things we mentioned. So, um, you know, man, d different times and, and, and uh, you know, you adjust, I guess. Well, I'll tell you what's different and what has regressed. And it's obviously not with the top players. Like those guys that are playing in the, you know, G League Ignite and, right. Come on. Uh, you know, like top level college players. We're not, I'm not really talking about him. But on average, I would say like the kids coming up today, they're more skilled, they're more athletic, but the feel for the game probably isn't as good. The feel for the game definitely is not as good because, quite frankly, I think they play less. Yes. You know, like and everything has to be organized to play. It's not like they just go somewhere and hoop as much like like how it used to be. Exactly, bro. Like when I was when I was a kid in my neighborhood, like I would go to the park and I would play. And then as we got a little older, we would go to different neighborhoods and play. And I mean, you know how it is. I know every I can't speak to other cities, but New York City summer basketball was like that's a whole culture, man. Definitely. Like that, Bro, I don't like, think people realize what that is if they never lived in New York in the summer. It's, it's different, man. And I've talked to homies and, and teammates and, and from different cities. And, is, and I know other cities. I know D.C. has their thing and L.A. has their – like I'm not saying that there's not good summer basketball, but being a young teenager in New York City, and, and you know because we were there at the same time, it's like, bro, every day we had a game somewhere. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and, and sometimes it would be, you know, stuff like Dykeman, which was like, you know, big. And then sometimes like I'd find myself in Marble Hill. You know what I mean? Like I call like, I call my first dunk in that tournament. Seriously. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's great memories, man. Yo, it is right. It is. And it's like, man, I remember going up to Co-op City and had to take a damn bus. And I'm just like, yo, where are we going? You're from the Bronx. I'm not. I'm all the way up in Co-op City. And I'm like, bro, where are you taking me? I think like, that's what is one this? tournament I didn't play in, Co-op City. But I definitely used to always hear about it. I used to always hear oh, about yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bro. Co-op City, Gun Hill. Like, we were everywhere. Yeah, Gun Hill I played in. Gun Hill was dope. Yeah. 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 You know, we were everywhere. And it's like, that was awesome. And it's just different now. Like, And I know New York City still is still doing a thing. And yeah, still yeah. Yeah, you know, but it's just it is a little bit different now. And I'm just I'm I'm glad that I got to experience it because it's like, you know, my brother Buckets, he essentially grew up down here in Florida and he didn't get to experience any of that. And um him and I have much different games because of that. You know, yeah. I think that's definitely a big part of it. So um yeah, man, it's interesting. Yeah, speaking of New York City, we have to talk about the Knicks a little bit. Oof. Every time, every time. Homer Simpson is in the building, but Kemba Walker, New York City's own. How did this happen, Foamy? 
out of the Man, rotation is, is is and I talked about this earlier on a podcast. Uh, we discussed it a little bit, but don't you think Tibbs and I understand the analytics would probably say Kemba's not playing great, and even the eye test would say it at times. But he's a New York City guy. Don't you have to give him more time with the Knicks? Have to. You 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 can't disrespect Kemba God in the Garden. Nah, bro. It's um. Listen, it's not always easy to come to a new team, to fit in, to play for a new coach, a lot of those things. You know, obviously there's been some injury stuff. I mean, you got to let him rock, bro. It's not like – the thing is, it's – he's not the reason the Knicks were losing games, bro. Like, you, you got to let him rock. You got to let him play a little bit. And, 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 look, you know, I think most Knicks fans – were expect I was I think I even talked about it here on the podcast. I was kind of expecting a little bit of regression because we overachieved a lot. And in the playoffs, when we ran into the Hawks, it was like, oh, we we might not quite be ready for this. And they got us out of the paint, you know, quick, fast, and in a hurry. So there's we still don't, it's not like we have a bunch of superstars and it's I think a guy like Kemba is good for team morale and he's just a good dude people see i don't know him personally but um everyone who i know who has spoke about him speaks super highly of him he just seems like a good locker room guy and i think you have to give i think he's earned with his resume and his body of work i think he's earned more than 15 games or whatever it was that they gave him so um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that move, bro. Not at all. How do you, how are you feeling? And also, you know, even if the Knicks stayed at the same level, the record wouldn't be as good because the East got so much better. There's some crazy teams in the East. You know, and the Bulls are tough. Oof. Tough. Real oh, tough. Man. It, oh, they're nasty. And that's why I think if you looked at it as a Knicks fan, you had to expect some regression because there were factors like that where it was going to make it a lot tougher to compete. And we were already overachieving a little bit. I mean, you know, I mean, I like Julius Randle a lot. I've been a fan of him since really since he was in college and and the Lakers and all that. But, you know, I I think he leads us in every statistical category. You know, it's not like there's, you know, a bunch of, you know, like we have so much more talent than the other teams. And it's like, yo, what's happening here? What's, why is this not, nah, man. It's like a lot of the teams we're running into look at the bulls, bro. There's a lot of talent on that team. Does Julius Randle strike you as the guy like that he wants it so much that it almost hurts him? I think sometimes, you know what I mean? I, I, I think sometimes, and I, I think we saw that in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's also like he's such a unique, like, blend of, of skill set and size yeah. and, and all. Like, I love Julius Randle, bro. I really, really do. but. He's not necessarily the the type of player that is able to play the way the Knicks are asking him to play and and do the things that they're asking him to do night in, night out, and especially through the playoffs. So, I mean, well, now, I mean, there might not be any playoffs, but um, so, yeah, I think sometimes it does. It ends up forcing it a little bit and, you know, it, 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 it's not like he's some super, you know, quick dude who just creates a bunch of space and gets to his spots really easily. And, yeah. you know, 
it, it's just everything's it, it's tough. tough. Everything's tough. Everything's tough. And don't get me wrong, he's a tough dude, but everything's tough. And I don't think we necessarily have the pieces around him right now, or maybe it's not the pieces around him. Maybe it's kind of the system in place to where he doesn't have to do all that. I think he would look a lot better consistently if maybe if we're asking him to do 10, if maybe he could do seven. And if we could scale it back a little bit, I'm not talking about from an effort perspective. I'm talking about from a, a um, what's on your shoulders perspective. If, if we could do that, I think he would end up looking a lot better. So um, yeah, it's been, it's been a little bit of a tough start. Uh, that's for sure. What's new in the sneaker game for me. What are you excited about, man? What's new out man. there, man? They, they, you know, kind of going back at the, the theme to this is kind of social media, right? But it, it's social media has changed sneakers a lot, bro. Word. Oh yeah, man. It's, it's crazy. Like, you know, growing up, like I wanted sneakers to like look fly and feel good. And like, you know, I wanted girls to like me. And, and, and that was, you know, it was the same reason, like, you know, where we were wearing, you know, throwback jerseys and, you know, we, we wanted to, you know what I mean? Like we right, wanted right. to look good. Um, and now it's become with social media, it, it's become such a money business. Like, bro, when we were uh, growing up, you know, imagine us at 15 years old, bro, we weren't reselling Yeezys and Jordans. And I mean, it's legit 15, 16 year olds that are starting whole businesses just based on reselling sneakers and, and, you know, getting limited product and selling it for more than they paid. And it's, it's changed the space a lot. And brands are like, Oh, say less. You're going to keep buying sneak. I mean, the amount of sneakers. So it's just an overload. It's like an over, uh, over stimulation because it's, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 sne new sneakers every week. You know, plus you go into a sneaker store, you go to a website online and it's 30 new sneakers. It's just, it's so much that I guess I say all that to say, it's harder to get excited about one pair or it's harder to get like you would pre-social media era or, or even, I'll even say pre-Instagram. Like Instagram is really the platform that kind of took it and made the whole like, you know, like bro, when you, we're growing up. Like, was anybody like, oh, such and such is a sneakerhead? Nah. Of course not. Nah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like I didn't know, I didn't know, bro, when I was a kid, I didn't know about a sneakerhead or about a sneak uh, a we were just excited about the models and the colors that came out with those models. Yeah, exactly. You're like, yo, the Jordan 11s, yo, the the Penny Hardaways, yo, the Iversons, like, yeah. It's different. I just, I, you know, I just recently went into the store and I saw the 12s in all black and I just got them because I remember everything about that time period when I first saw those and first wore those, like what I was listening to, where I was going to hoop, yeah. all kinds of like what park I was going to hoop at. And I, and they never had that color back then, but it kind of brought me back a little bit, you know? Oh, hundred percent. And that's one of the reasons that's been the success with the Jordan line is that it's there's so much nostalgia attached to it. Like the cool gray 11s are about to come out. And yeah, that's, whoa, those, those went those crazy in New York. Crazy, crazy. You know, and, and, and like you said, I always say this in, in the YouTube videos that we do, but sneakers are like music because they take you back to an exact time. To your point, they might take you back to an exact block 
in the Bronx, what park you were going to play at, right? What you what you had for lunch that day, like all of that stuff. And so, um, it's that's the aspect of it that I love. And and there are still sneakers that get me excited. The cool gray Elevens, those probably could release once every two years, and I'd still be excited about them. And do you feel like you're less excited just from the way the sneaker business is for certain models? Like it's just not the same as it used to be for you, or you still get that same feeling? It's definitely not the same because it's like you used to go to the store and shit. Sometimes, you know, you might have to get there early in the morning, like seven in the morning and there might be 10 dudes lined up outside and you're yeah. like, okay. Or you, or you got them really early, but you had to pay a price. Like they had those little stores on Fordham. Remember? <laughs> yes, I do. I, I absolutely do, man. Shouts to Fordham. So it's um yeah, but you know you had to you had to have the 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 shekels for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but, definitely. Yeah, but yeah. a few kids in school always had them. You know, always. It never yeah. ever ever failed, man. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's just it's different now, man. Nobody's lining up. No one's doing that kind of stuff. And, and I'm not saying they should because it's such a it's such a money business now that it, it turns crazy in most cases when you try to do it that way you know you have a sneaker that's gonna resell for a thousand dollars you can't and you have you know 20 pairs you can't let 200 people line up outside or, or it's gonna get ugly so um it's definitely changed things a lot i think working in sneakers gives you a different perspective as well um but i still get excited man i still do like uh not every pair but there are still the pairs that do it for me, you know? And a lot of times it's a pair that I couldn't afford when I was a kid, or it's a pair that I had, but I, I tore them up in 11th grade and, and haven't had them again, or things like that. Um, that's the stuff that I get really, really excited about. Like it was a pair of um, Air Maxes that, you know, I got semi recently. And I always wanted a pair and I never could get a pair. And so now I have them and I'm like, I don't want to take them off, you know? Um, and then there's the new stuff too, like some of the new collaborations and they just do such a good job with maybe the materials or the storytelling that it kind of, like, I'm not saying I can't get excited without the nostalgia, but I get more excited uh, about the nostalgia type stuff just because I, I think that's normal, man, because it's, your own life and your own experiences and, and who doesn't like, you know, nostalgia, basically. Speaking of getting things torn up and even stepped on, why when you get a new pair of sneakers, somebody always steps on your sneakers? I got a few oh, theories. Bruh. And, I got and a few theories. And it, it never fails. Let me hear the theories. It never fails. Okay. One thing is, is that your sneakers might be getting stepped on all the time, but you don't realize it when they're not new. Great theory. And my second theory is, is that it's almost like you're not trying to foul in a basketball game. So you're doing unnatural motions, which actually um, leads you to get your sneakers being stepped on. Another fantastic theory. Yeah, though, th there's probably a little bit of uh, a truth in both of those. Um, and I don't know, man. I mean, maybe some people are subconsciously haters, too, and they're not necessarily, you know, consciously trying to do it, but they're like, yo, you know, Crispy white uptowns. Let me just give a little scuff. <laughs> <laughs> let me just say a little scuff. But uh, nah, man, it's uh, it's crazy how that is. You know, it's true like, though, right? It happens for you too. Hundred percent true, bro. Or or I'll just like a story I tell all the time. It's one of my favorite uh, pairs of sneakers. It's the Air Max One Twenty. You know the joints that look like the, the Air Maxes that look like the the spider web, and they yes. have like a 
yeah so those right i think they they dropped in like 98 bro that was like the first nice sneaker i ever ever had in my life and i got them the orange joints yeah and um and i spilled a, a drop or two of my icy on oh. dog i was sick to, I, you know, I was sick to my I, I was like my heart dropped out of my body man like i was just like yo I'm, I'm done for like, this is terrible. Like, and the thing is, is like, I don't know how big that stain was, but even if it was tiny and nobody notices, you know, it. Oh, it was, it was like, it hurt me. Like you would have thought I dropped like a, a sword on my toe or something. That's how it hurt. It was like when that, when I saw it happening in slow motion and I was just like, it, it oh man, it did so, like, it did something to my soul that day. Yeah. I remember something similar to that I, with, they were Toronto Raptor color Jordans. It was either the six or the sevens. Do you know which one that, I'm talking those, about? Those are, the, those are the sevens, yeah. I did something to the front because they were a little suede right? Yeah. And it was like discolored, and maybe nobody Ooh. would notice, but I just noticed, and it bothered me so much, bro. Yeah. It's a long yeah. time ago. I was so mad, man. Oh, man. It's, it, stuff like that, it's hard to get over, man. It's trauma. It's trauma. Let's be honest. What's new with the Uncivilized brand? You see me rocking it out in Miami. Where else was I? I was somewhere else with it. I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. I, yo, hey, some, hey, first of all, the shorts are so phenomenal. Like, I love those shorts. Those are one of my favorite shorts. I'm glad you the Uncivilized them. shorts, man. Yeah, we, you know. We, and I have a lot of shorts, homie. You know, I played in a lot of tournaments over the years, but those are one of my favorite shorts. The shirts are phenomenal. Everybody always talks about them when they see Combo out and about in the Uncivilized like shirts. But, yo, thanks so much for sending that package. And all this stuff is just so high quality. I love, you know, I kind of got a skinny neck, and it, it hugs the neck nicely. So, you know, it's not hanging off the neck like a lot of shirts do. It's just yo, fine. What is this, Velvet? What is this, Velvet? <laughs> it, it's, um, you, you never, one of the cardinal sins with a garment, if you will. Okay. Dog, you can't have bacon neck, bro. It's bad. Dog, bacon neck, it's bad business, bro. It's if I see a guy with bacon neck, I'm like, man, this guy doesn't even respect himself. Like what is really going on here? So the, the tight neck, like that lets people know you mean business. Yo, it makes you look kind of Aki too. Like kind of, you know, it really, it, it kind of does, man. You know, I'm back in the gym these days. Okay. So, you know, I'm feeling good. The shoulders, the, the, the tight, it, it's just, everything works with it. So, um, Nah, it's been a blessing though, man. It's been great. Uh, we got to get you another uh, care package out so you can keep influencing out here in the world. I would love that. Um, I would love that. That's um, what we're out here doing. That's what oh, we're out here doing. But it's, uh, it, it, we got a lot of cool in the works, man. Uh, we got, you know, we always try to close the year with a bang. We got some hoodies coming. Um, you know, we keep stuff simple, but um, we're also working on some, well, actually, you know what? Hey, listen, man, I, 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 this will be an exclusive now. We are actually working on an uncivilized sneaker. Hey, right here so, on Combo's Court. Let them know. You know, so I, I haven't actually mentioned that to anyone else, but um, we're working on a sneaker now. We're doing a lot of stuff. Uh, we're going to be collaborating with a lot of different people. So, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's cool, bro. It, it, it's, um, it's a different type of feeling when you, uh, and I'm sure you can relate, right, because uh, you've done stuff as well. You've done shirts, socks, the whole deal. But something about making something and seeing that on someone's body, seeing someone rock that 
it's a different kind of feeling, man. It's Phenomenal. like, yo, it's, it's and, and like, and especially I'll when it makes them happy, right? Oh yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Like it's crazy. Like, um, buckets went on a cruise. This is going back a couple of years. Um, one of his best friends was getting married and they went on a cruise for the bachelor party. And, uh, he goes on the cruise and a dude is rocking an uncivilized shirt, like just Whoa, some random dude. That's dope. And, and, and buckets is like, goes up and is having a conversation with him. He doesn't even know who buckets is, but he just, he just, he, he, someone put him on and he got the shirt. He loves the shirt. He doesn't watch the YouTube channel, you know, but he just messes with the brand and that's dope. Like, bro, we were over in Ireland. I promise you in the airport and someone flags us down. They got uncivilized on like, it's just, it's crazy. To I see seen a that. couple, I seen a couple with it in New York city with the pink ones on. It was Valentine's day. See I told you about that. Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy, man. And it's like, um, it's pretty cool. And, and, you know, not to be like a whole, like, you know, uh, we come from the trenches and blah, 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 but we come from the trenches, man. Like we, you know, like my brother and I started this brand and we come from nothing, man. Like we come from no heat in the winter. We come from, you know, uh, living in a, you know, we had to, we got evicted in New York city at the time. And we went out to Jersey and we're living in a trailer park and my parents were sleeping in a tent next to the trailer. Like we come from the trenches, man, you know, and, uh, you know, squatting in, in bandos and the whole deal, bro. So it's um, the fact that we've been able to build it and people really bang with it. Like that's a, that's a special feeling, bro. Like I'm not even just saying that cause it sounds good. It, it really is a special feeling. It, it's um, it's a different, it's a different kind of thing than anything I've experienced uh, prior, honestly. Man, I'm super proud of you, man. I've seen you come a long Thanks. way since. Nah, but I, 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 serious, I don't even know if I ever told you that before, but just super proud of what you built. Likewise, man, likewise. You know, we're, we're outside with it, like you said. We're really outside for real, for real. So you started working out again? How's that? And I also wanted to ask you this. What's a morning routine like for Foamy? Uh, foam Diz, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I wake up around 8, you know, um, earlier than 8. And I, you know, I feel like I'm not respecting myself, man. Do 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 you get the eight hours in? Do you get do you get I, in the I, uh, seven, seven, eight? It's important okay. though, because if you don't get it, you feel like crazy for the whole day. Yeah. No, for sure, for sure. Like sometimes on a, for some reason, whenever I got to travel, I haven't done much of that in the past couple of years. But whenever I got to travel, I can never sleep that night. And so it's. I like, used to be like I that before a, games, bro. Bro, it was terrible. Trust me, bro. I know. You, you know, you got to be up at at. You got to be up at six in the morning, yes. three o'clock and you can't sleep. And you're like, yo. Um, but yeah, nah, I, I try to get my eight in. I wake up. I uh, uh, I got two pups. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, two little goonies, little henchmen. I take them in the backyard. I try to get a little outside time, you know, where I'm, uh, you know, relaxing a little bit, you know, take a little bit of the sun, the sunshine in, get that. That's important. Taste. No, that's really yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, for sure. Then all the regular stuff, you know, you know, uh, brush your teeth, take a shower, um, you know, check my emails like that kind of just regular stuff. Uh, coffee is, 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 it, it, I mean, let's be honest. Coffee is man though. Um, you, you know, know I, this is kind of pause worthy, but the full fat oat milk is phenomenal. Like the full fat from Oatly. Hey, you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it, it's good though, bro. 
I love that. No, it's, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, let's be honest. It's fantastic. <laughs> and and that's, that's the thing. Like, listen, man, that's, that's self-care, bro. Like that's self-care. Like, like treat yourself, like respect yourself. Um, and uh, yeah, that's a good start to the morning, man. You get to hang out with the pups a little bit, check your emails, um, you know, check the socials and uh, you know, get, get the oat milk in your body. And I, I think with that as a foundation, you're kind of ready to tackle the day, man. Most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> you spend more time now. Uh, I already told you how proud I am of you of, and uh, with Uncivilized, but just to bring it back to there for a second, you think you spend more time now on sneakers with YouTube or the Uncivilized brand? Oh, the Uncivilized, bro. Oh, yeah? Yeah, for sure. For and that sure. must have I mean, been a shift over time, right? Like gradually. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was definitely gradual. You know, one of the things is we've gotten pretty good at making YouTube videos. So, and more time efficient, know, right? Like our workflow. And, and, and I know, you know what I mean when I say this, yes. but our, our workflow is bang, bang, bang. We know the order we have to do stuff. Buckets gets the B roll. We, we, we sit down. I, I do my spiel. He edits it. Like, you know, we do the whole thing. Now it's still time consuming. It is. Um, and I would say maybe buckets, probably sp still spends a little bit more time on the sneaker thing because he has to edit all the videos and he has to do that whole stuff. My side of it is a little shorter time-wise. Um, so I'm able to then uh, spend a little bit more on the uncivilized stuff, like, you know, setting up uh, shoots with photographers and models and, and getting stuff in and, you know, the whole kind of organizational aspect of it takes a lot of time. So, um, but I, I love it, man. I do. I, I mean, there, there's nothing that we do really on a, on a consistent basis, maybe here and there, something will pop up. Like, you know, you gotta do some tax stuff or, you know, yeah. stuff that nobody likes. Right. But there's nothing we do on a day-to-day -day basis consistently that I don't really enjoy. And, um, that's dope, man. That's, um, you know, for me, that's where it's at, man. Everybody's different. Everybody has different personalities. Um, for me, I never was much of a school guy. And, um, and that's not me telling people not to go to school. All right. But that's, that's just me saying, like, I know who I am and you know, what makes me happy. And I, I think everybody has to decide that for themselves. But for me, I love doing this. And I also, you know, when we first started, people would tell me, you know, whether it be like, you know, an aunt or an uncle, and they would say, you know, yo foam diz, bro. <laughs> they would say, man, listen, um, there's no security in that. And it's like, yo, but I kind of thrive off that. Like it's, you know, going back to, to the basketball stuff, like, like I like the pressure, like I yeah. thrive with, you know, you know, hostile fans and, you know, I mean, listen, if playing in Dykeman against Dykeman, like, you know, back in the day, like that's as hostile as it gets. You yeah. know, I like that type of pressure. Like I like, you know, on the foul line, you know, you know, shooting a one-on-one -on -one down two. like you got, you know, like that's the type of stuff. And I feel like that's really what it's more rewarding that way. Like, yeah, there might be a little bit more risk, but it's, it's more rewarding when you do it that way and hit on something or you make the shot. It's just, it, it feels a little bit better for me. So um, yeah, man, we're just, we're out here winging it, but we put in a lot of hours just like you do. And, uh, and we put in, a, you know, that's something that people don't, 
I think realize sometimes they say, oh, okay, this guy, you know, the whole small business entrepreneurial thing, like that's the easy route. And, from, mm -hmm. you know, listen, man, like, you know, uh, I, again, this is no shots at anyone who works a nine to five because, you know, my pops is a nine to five. Like I respect the hell out of that hustle and that grind and that dedication. Um, but man, you know, I've been putting in 70 hour weeks for years now, you know? And so, yeah. um, and there's definitely more motivation to do that when it's all for your, not all for yourself because you have the wolf pack and everybody who supports you, oh, but, yeah, but when it's, you know, for you, when it's your own business. Exactly. And when it's, you know, I, I think I've even mentioned this quote to you before. Uh, it's not like it's some hidden gem or something, but, uh, and I don't even know who said it, but the quote is um, you can, uh, you can build your own dream or someone else will pay you to help build theirs. And like, that's real, man. Like, yo, listen, man, if, if, if you're a lawyer and you work for a firm and you love what you do, man, get it, bro. Like, like, get it, do your thing. Like, you know, that's your passion. I love it. But having to do something that you're not passionate about, it's just, it sucks, man. And I know people have responsibilities and, and, and you got to do what you got to do. You really like, I, I trust me, I respect it, but man, if you can figure out a way to take something you're passionate about and, and, and monetize that, man, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. Most definitely. I would agree hundred percent. Great way to end the pod for me. Yeah, man, um, this yeah. is great. We must've done this over 10 times at least. Right. Has to I be. mean, come on, man. Yeah. I'm you know, combos court I, veteran. I Oh yeah, definitely. Crafty vet, man. Crafty vet. You know, don't have necessarily the speed I once had, you know, but the feel is crazy. The feel is crazy. The feel is crazy. And in combination with he's working out again, that's a great combination, man. Come on, man. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good, man. Yo, people, anyone who's gotten out of shape, out of the gym, listen, I'm just, I'm, 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 uh, I'm becoming a motivational speaker before our very eyes here. All right. Um, Most definitely. Uh, shouts to uh, David Goggins. You know that guy? Yeah, bro. He's in beast. Man. Yo, this guy runs like eight marathons back to back to back to back. Nuts. Feet are broken. Shin splints. Knees are cooked. Still, still going. Stay hard. I love it, yo. Um, I you know, he kind of makes uh, me re rethink about like, of course, rest and recovery. No, is so important. But I mean, like, he will really. It don't seem like he really cares about that stuff. Nah. And some people, and some people say like, your body will adapt. So that like that thing always is something that I'm thinking about, like how much rest and recovery do you actually need and how much will your body just adapt if you kept going crazy over and over again? Like this guy's running all those marathons. I'll tell you what, this is why I bang with Goggins. All right. Because it's, he shows you that the mental and the spiritual is above the physical. And that's important. Yo, listen, man, honestly, um, you kind of proved it. Like, you had told me something about your knee mad long ago. Yeah. And you just, you just, you had a whole career, bro. Like, yeah. you played OD seasons. Like, and yeah. it was the reason being is the same reason why when we were in school together and I said, yo, this, this dude is nuts. This dude's crazy. <laughs> this dude is a, this dude's a maniac. And, but it was because it was your mind. Your mind is crazy. And the mind 
is above the body, in my opinion. So I'm listen. I'm not saying. Well, yeah, I think it, it keeps you going while people aren't. Obviously, we have our fans, but at those times that the fans aren't with us and the people who are listening are not with us, we don't need anybody to cheer us on, and we could just keep going and going and going and never stop. Exactly, bro, and that and that carries over to all aspects, man. It doesn't matter if you're a chef or a basketball player yeah. or you know a sailor. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Um, that type of energy and that type of you know feng shui around you, it's um it, it's going to help you be successful in what you're doing. So um you know yo, man you gotta get goggins on the pot bro that'd be dope yo get goggins on the pot gotta gotta make that happen gotta make yeah. that happen let's do it homie where can we find you social media where can we look at the uncivilized brand more on the uncivilized brand and where can we find you on social media okay uncivilizedstore.com um we've, we've actually worked you know, we, for the first few years a lot of our stuff was super 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 limited and some of it still is just because the nature of being a small business and quality control and getting stuff out expeditiously. We have to keep batches small, but we've actually done a much better job of having stuff that's more available. So you can go on the site right now and actually cop a t-shirt and cop a hoodie and maybe cop a sticker pack stuff that we weren't, that wasn't available. You couldn't do that a couple of years ago because stuff was really quick. So uh, uncivilizedstore.com and then on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, uh, at Mr. Former Simpson, man, Mr. Former Simpson, same name across the boards. Uh, we're outside, man. We are outside. Thanks so much for taking the time for me. You know, you're always welcome back on the show and talk soon. Talk soon, brother. There it is. Another episode of Combo's Court. Big shouts to Foamy for joining in Combo Nation. Don't forget to rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button wherever you tune into Combo's Court. If you're listening on the Apple Podcast app, leave a five-star rating and a friendly comment. Don't forget to share this episode. Share with a friend. Share it on social media, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. Share it on your IG stories and tag me on IG at 1-2-Combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Be on the lookout for episode three, two, five combo out.